it's fun when we think about Ireland to explore some places that everybody doesn't know about. And there's a place called County Louth. It's the wee county, the smallest county in Ireland, that really has a lot of charm but almost no tourists. It's just a little north of Dublin, overlooked by American travelers, and American-born Celtic singer Kathy Ryan decided to make County Louth her home in Ireland, and she joins us now to talk about this tiny little wee county. Kathy, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here talking about Louth. Why? I love it. I was leading a tour there some years ago, and I decided that I was going to rent a self-catering cottage where I could have my own place to cook and all that happy stuff. And I fell in with the locals, and I went back then regularly. And when my son was launched... I decided I could live wherever I want, and that's where I moved. It is a beautiful place. It is highly touristed by people from Ireland and from the UK. Okay. North America just hasn't discovered it yet. That's interesting. I wonder why it's taking us a little time. I think it's because it was a border county. Now, that would be it, because in the old days, that was a dead end. You would not go against that border of the north. Absolutely, because you'd have to cross over then. And there's a lot of transportation on that corridor between Belfast and Dublin. Yeah, and it's beautifully situated in that it's an hour exactly from uh, to Carlingford, which is a beautiful, beautiful town in the Cooley Peninsula. An an hour from where? Dublin Airport, and about an hour and 15 minutes from Belfast Airport. So you could conceivably fly into Dublin and go directly to Carlingford, the main uh, hub of County Louth. Describe that town, because that I understand that is sort of the uh, the top town to stop in. Yeah, it's, it's the heart of the Cooley Peninsula. Once you leave Dundalk in County Louth and you're going along the shore, the coast road, you're heading into the heart of the Cooley Peninsula. And Carlingford is a town that has cobblestone pedestrianized streets. It has wonderful restaurants, many of them part of the good food circle in Ireland. Lots of locally sourced um products, really high cuisine. Then you've also got your pub grub, some wonderful old, old Irish pubs. PJ O'Hare's would be one (laughs) of them with beer gardens that you can sit out with on a lovely sunny day. Lots of music in the pubs at night. Good nightlife. Good nightlife in Carlingford. Meaning live music in the pubs? Yeah, live music in the pubs, lots of buzz. And then uh, these, uh, you mentioned the good food circle. Is that that's sort of the foodie bars now, gastropubs or what? Not so much gastropubs, but restaurants who agree to use locally sourced ingredients oh, and cook the them to a very, very high standard. So you have your pick and choice of restaurants. And with all of that wonderful sophistication, you've got mountain walks, a beautiful coastal walk that was just finished that you walk along the shore of Cooley, and you're looking across the Carlingford Lock at the mountains of Morn as they sweep down to the sea. You, mountains beautiful. of Morn at they sweep down, isn't that just That's sounds like song. it's busting out for yes. song? When you look Will at that, I? can Will you I? Let, <laughs> bless us with a little bit of that beautiful song? Because oh, when you go to a pub, you're going to hear this. You're going to hear it. Oh, Mary, this London's a wonderful sight. With people there working by day and by night. They don't sow potatoes or barley or wheat. But there's gangs of them digging for gold on the street. At least when I asked them, that's what I was told. So I just took a hand at this digging for gold. But for all that I found there, I might as well be where the sweet morn mountains sweep down to the sea. 
<laughs> you know, there are so many goosebumpy vistas in Ireland, and you look at the Mourne Mountains, and you see them sweeping down to the sea, and you can understand how that inspired people to song a long time ago before there was Bonnie TV. Exactly. And when you are in the villages of Green Ore or Carlingford or, or Meath, and you're standing looking over to the mountains of Mourne to Northern Ireland, you have the Cooley Mountains behind you, yeah. the lock in between you, and you just feel like you're being held. Oh. It's a beautiful place. It's a challenge for a traveler to pause long enough to appreciate that magic, because you could be oblivious to it if you've just got a, a checklist of things to see. Exactly. And one of the things I recommend to anyone who asks me what they should do when they go to Ireland is leave some room for spontaneity. Yeah. Leave some room for that bit of magic that happens where you say, hey, why don't we try this place? The man in the pub last night said it was brilliant. Or you go to Carlingford for the night, but you're supposed to leave the next day to go up to the Giant's Causeway, and you meet these great people, and you say, you know what, let's just stay. I always found that in Ireland, more than anywhere else. There's only one place in my life I've ever stood on the road and hitchhiked in whichever direction the traffic was coming. And you can do that in Ireland. I would just get in the car. They'd say, where are you going? I'd say, Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a good place to go. Was, and and <laughs> then you'd enjoy that beautiful gift of gab. That's not a tourist trap. That is the... It's real. That's the essence of Ireland. It's people. It's conviviality. It's that good crack. That's the most important thing. I find since I uh, lived there, I lived in New York for years, raised my son there. And I remember before I moved trying to see 10 friends mm -hmm. for a dinner party in my apartment. Took three months emailing back and forth yeah. to make it happen. The date that everybody could do. In Ireland, if I have 10 friends, I email them within a week, two weeks tops. They're mm. all at my table. There you go. Community is the most important thing. Uh, you know, a lot of it is the language barrier, I suppose. But when I travel, I, I think of different countries. I, I make more friends per day. And in Ireland, it's, it's got to be one of the top places for just connecting with people who you will always remember as a friend. And you can do that in part because of the wonderful warmth and the friendliness of the Irish people. And, of course, because in Ireland you get this sensation of understanding a foreign language and you're speaking English. I just love that. Exactly. What did Oscar Wilde say? I, I can't remember the quote. I wish I could, but I can't. It's about that. Just There's a way to connect with the people and the love of uh, conversation and conviviality that is so quintessentially Irish. Irish. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Kathy Ryan, and we're talking about her beloved wee county, Louth. Our phone number is 877-333-7425, and Judy's calling from Seattle. Judy, thanks for your call. Oh, thank you for having me uh, join you. Kathy, I know your work uh, through your recordings, and um, I, I was actually going to ask you myself for a song. <laughs> um, is, is, is there another song about County Louth or any place uh, near your home that especially reminds you of that? Um, yes, and uh, written by a man that I have great love for, Tommy Makem, oh, yeah. uh, who performed, as you all know, with the Clancy Brothers for many years and wrote great songs and lived in that area for a long time. It was very close to his heart. I'll sing a chorus of Farewell to Carlingford. Now, and Carlingford is the town we were just talking about. Yeah. It's where you're going to stay, most likely, if you do go to County Louth. Yes, exactly. I'll sing farewell to Carlingford and farewell to Greenor. I think of you both day and night until I return once more, until I return once more. And so that's what it's all about. When, mm. you, when you go there, that's the bad news. You're going to have to go back. <laughs> it calls you back. 
You know, I think um, traditional Irish music lends itself to a cappella in a beautiful way. I agree. And, and it, a lot of it was written for that. It, it might be because of the difficult times and there just weren't a lot of fiddles around or something. Exactly. I, I don't know. But, I mean, it really seems right. When, when I'm in a pub, and Judy, maybe you remember this when you were in Ireland, there comes that moment when they're going to do a lament and it's going to be a cappella and it's going to be heartfelt and we're all going to pay attention, and we're all going to be touched. Exactly, and and it's going to take you out of the room. It's a communion. Yes, Everybody's communion. together. That's beautiful. Oh. And you know, that happens in your houses in Ireland when you live there. The night usually ends with song. So, and you don't have to be a brilliant singer in Ireland. Right. You just have to be able to tell your story and honor it, because it's not about you. It's about what you're singing. And if you don't have a story to tell, you sing a song, and that's the way the night ends. Judy, I'm sorry, I cut across oh, you. Oh, no, there. no, I interrupted you. Um, I was wondering how often you yourself go down to a, a local pub and sing, I, either yourself or, or as part of a chorus. Quite often. I'm on the bus leading tours a lot, and I'm over in America. I just finished a Christmas tour, and I don't get to do it as often as I would like. But when I'm there, I definitely go out and sing. And I also sing in the church if, you know, somebody passes or there's a christening. You know, if they know I'm home, if my gates are unlocked, they will come knock at my door and ask if I'll sing a few songs. If your gates are unlocked, yes, if the know gates of the home. house are unlocked. That is so Irish. <laughs> I, I was going through County Down once. I came into the town, and I knew there was a guy, and his name was Eamon, and I didn't know his last name. And I just came into the town, and I said, do you know a guy named Eamon? And they go, Eamon the plumber? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, yeah, he's a plumber. And, and that was it, and I, I just got and a hold of him. you found him. Yeah, because Eamon the plumber, there you go. Well, I mean, Tommy Macon went looking for me once. Uh, I had just moved to Carlingford for the first time, uh, the Carlingford area. I live in, uh, in uh, a little townland away from Carlingford on the Cooley Peninsula, and he couldn't find where I lived. So there was a, a, a telephone man up the pole and he hollered up to him. Uh, I'm looking for Kathy Ryan. He said, is she the American singer? <laughs> and that was it. He told <laughs> him exactly it. where to go. Perfect. Even and the he, plumber, Kathy, the American exactly. singer. Hey, Judy, thanks for your call. Oh, thank you. Okay, thanks, Judy. I know. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Kathy Ryan, the American singer who lives in <laughs> County, <laughs> County Louth in beautiful Ireland. Uh, Janet from Sturgeon Bay in Wisconsin emailed us, and she writes, I'll be doing a solo self-drive trip to Ireland in the fall, including County Louth, focusing on small museums, historical sites, and all things textiles. Do you have any advice for choosing a small-town accommodations in County Louth? What is the best advice for uh, finding affordable accommodations that would be characteristic in a place like County Louth. There's some fantastic Airbnbs in County Louth now, and there's one right on the main street in Carlingford, Thosel Street, the Liberty Cafe. Mm. It's a great Airbnb. And I, I would start with that first if you want good... Um, I think in Ireland that's that's enough right yeah. there, Airbnb. I mean, you know, in, in the old days, you'd go knocking door to door to see where who's got a room for rent, and they'd hang their shingle out. But now you just go online, Airbnb, yes. County Louth, bam. I'm talking with Kathy Ryan. We're talking about her home county, the smallest in Ireland, County Louth. It's an hour north of Dublin. And Kathy, we've just got a little time less left, and let's talk about some of the sightseeing you can do in County Louth. It's it's a land of epic battles and mythic legends and uh, quaint seaside villages, uh, walks in the mountains. What are a couple of must-do things, experiences that we should put on our list when we go to probably stay in Carlingford? as we visit County Louth? Well, I would definitely do one of the loops. There are four loop walks, uh, and you can pick them by degrees of physicality. Uh, how, how vigorous do you want to get? But I would recommend going up Maeve's Gap. Maeve was the great warrior queen of Connacht. 
her absolute hunger and avarice caused this great battle for the brown bull of Cooley. Her husband had the white bull. She would not let him best her. She had to have the brown bull. So off the armies of Connacht went up to face Cúchollin, who was the who was the hound of Holland, who mm. stood at the gates of Ulster and wouldn't let Maeve in to get the brown bull. But you can walk up there and you can see where she encamped with all of her people and you can feel the resonance in that site. And you're here and now in this day and age and you're standing on a place where a mythic battle happened and you feel that sense of being in between worlds. It's lovely. And from there, you can look down at Carlingford Lock. You can see almost all the way to Dublin and you can see Dundalk, Drahada, and you look behind you and you can see Armagh, the beautiful patchwork uh, quilt of fields. If you want to venture a little further, the Ring of Gullion is absolutely beautiful. It's in Armagh, just beside County Louth, and they have a wonderful fairy wood, the fairy glen, where you can go and see all these little doorways into beautiful trees, little fairy bridges from tree to tree. Is, that, is this man-made or is this natural it's formation? Man-made, oh, so it's man-made, but it's, it's sort of an magical. Amusement. Yeah, if you have children. It's a children's thing, the fairy forest. The, the fairy glen. Fairy the glen. fairy glen okay. in Armagh, Sleeve Gullion National Park. But it's a ring dike. It was formed by volcanic activity. And it's stunning. So when you're looking at that from uh, Maeve's Gap or from Carlingford Mountain, you're, you're called to it. But there are also other walks. If you want to do a lovely gentle walk, there's a walk along the coast right from outside of Carlingford Village all the way to the village of Omeath. And you're looking over at the Mountains of Morn the whole way. Oh, Mountains of Morn. And you'll yeah. know the song by that time. It's beautiful. Hey, you were talking about the, the Celtic hero. Cúhollán. Uh, Cúhollán. I was watching Cuchulain. you as you told the story and... You closed your eyes and you smiled and you were just telling this epic, Celtic, ancient battle. And it was, it was like you're some passionate Christian reading the Bible, but you were an Irish person delving deep into your national soul. And I love those stories. It is so beautiful. And well, it's something that is, it's a treasure that a lot of travelers just, that's a huge step to get there. And to know a little bit about the heritage of you're going to, every mountain comes to life. Well, Epic battles, fairy forts, m- mythic scenes, and mysterious glens. It's amazing. It's all there. It's all there. It's all there. You're standing on the bones of the ancestors when you walk these paths through the woods, through the mountains, on the coast. And yet you're surrounded by modernity, modern culture. It's very much a here and now place to visit. And, and I love that dichotomy of being neither here nor there. You're in a transitional space. Because a lot of people are thinking about budget travel tips. And basically, you're going to get what you pay for if you do it smartly. And uh, what really enhances the value is your ability to take that step into the meaningful, mythic, creative, inspirational culture, the past, the heritage, the people. And that's our challenge as travelers. And uh, when we have good guides like you, it helps. When we plan in advance and do our reading and know the context, that helps. And when we travel and we take that step to connect with the culture instead of seeing it on stage, that really is the best budget tip I can offer. And Kathy, you've helped me that way, and I think you've helped a lot of our listeners. Thank you very much, and I hope to see you in County Louth. I hope you do too. And everyone out there listening, you're very welcome. Will you sing to me that song, When I Come to Louth, about the mountains of Morn into the sea? I will. Okay. And it will sing to you. It will sing the to me. The land will sing to you. That's a beautiful thing. Kathy, thanks again. 
Rick Steves has spent a third of his adult life in Europe researching and writing guidebooks. Europe Through the Back Door teaches the skills of smart travel. Travel as a political act adds meaning to the journey. And Rick Steves' best-selling country, city, and pocket guidebooks cover every corner of Europe. To learn more, visit the Travel Store at ricksteves.com.